pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 150 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. 150 episodes. The big 150. Yes, and in this episode, we will be going over the latest update to the game, Star Wars Battlefront 2, which introduced Geonosis, 212th Legion's clone troopers, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Let's get started. Geonosis has arrived, Sam. Geonosis has arrived. Alongside Geonosis, we also have Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, sir. And the most epic skin I've seen in the game so far. The most epic skin ever of every game ever made. His shattered appearance, which is post-Obi-Wan destroying his soul, but right before he died. Correct. I think it's 80,000 credits. <laughs> yes, it is 80,000 credits. Or 2,000 crystals. Or 2,000 crystals. So if you wanted to buy it with crystals, it'll be about $20. Correct. Never been so tempted to spend $20 on, <laughs> on a skin before. Yeah, but um, I think we're farming relatively fast, so yes. we'll be able to get it. Um, so going into Geonosis, what are your thoughts? What were you expecting first off? I was expecting what I got, which is an awesome, solid game mode within an amazing map. Yes. It's the way new maps work for... Battlefront 2 for Galactic Assault, they changed the objectives and style of Galactic Assault to fit uh, the new map. So in this case, Geonosis, we have a different layout for Galactic Assault. Starts off much more close combat, and then it goes into more of the open field where you are attacking the ATTEs as the droids and as the clone troopers, you are driving the ATTEs trying to attack the different locations and uh, points that are highlighted on the map. And I think this is the best rendition of uh, Galactic Assault thus far. I believe so too. I like how it changes with each era because the crate had a, you know, a different objective for that. Yes. Said game mode, but it's all, you know, coined as Galactic Assault. Yes, but each, each I, I really like how they addressed Galactic Assault when they were going in there. They're like, we're going to have a game mode, but it will change depending on the map that you are in. So it's not necessarily the same objective, but it will have the same feel. Yes. So I, I really like the, uh, the feel of the Galactic Assault on Geonosis. I just wish it would come up more frequently. Yes, that's, that's a problem that I've been frequently suffering with. So it seemed I, the first day, if not the first day and the second day, they had a Geonosis-only playlist, which was very short-lived, and I enjoyed it uh, while it was there. But now we have the Kashyyyk playlist. Yes, which sometimes has uh, Kamino and sometimes has Naboo. Yes. So it's it's a prequel playlist where it's only prequel maps, but you get a lot of... Kashyyyk. Yes, and Camino. Yes. I mean, I don't mind Camino, but I'd rather have Geonosis. When a new map just uh, came out and you want to actually get into the new map and you can't, it's kind of annoying. So I wish they would bring, I wish they would either bring back a Geonosis only playlist or make it more frequent in the playlist. Yeah. Because right now, because uh, I like clicked over and over until I got Geonosis and it was about 12 times. Yes. Isn't right? Kashyyyk being 50% of that. <laughs> Camino being another 25%. 
and the remainder being Naboo, which I actually like Naboo, but... Brings you back to the good old days. The good old days. Solid map. Then we have the hero. Hello there. Yes, Obi-Wan. I've been waiting for this day my whole life. And his emotes are amazing as well. Yes, they are quality emotes. This is what I've been wanting from emotes. Yes, I want... As soon as it came out, we we bought three of them. (laughs) Yes. And you can only equip two, so... Yeah, it's saying something. We've got Hello There, Only the Sith Deal and Absolutes, and um, Your Move. Also, I broke the game and made uh, Obi-Wan Dab, so... Moving on. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's actually a solid hero. I was playing offline with him a few times. Whenever I get the chance, I... I pick him as a hero. Yes. Which, like, picking, getting the points for necessary f- to pick a hero is never the problem. It's having an available uh, hero. Yeah. I mean, people camp with them. And being quick enough to click A. Like, I was I was able to pick these, pick any hero I wanted, and I was literally spamming the hero I wanted for a solid 30 seconds. And then it graced me with the availability. I don't know what's wrong with the screen, but if you click something once... It should be able to spawn you in. Yes, but it does not all the time. Yeah. I actually think, let's go into his abilities a little bit. Yeah, so he's got three abilities. No surprise there. three abilities. I know, oh my goodness. Three whole abilities. Three whole abilities. He's got all-out push. Obi-Wan will unleash a powerful force blast in an area directly in front of him, damaging and sending his opponent tumbling backwards. This ability can be adapted based on the situation you find yourself in. Hold down the button to increase both range and width of this ability. He's got defensive rush. Obi-Wan will rush forward swinging his lightsaber from side to side, deflecting any attacks and damaging enemies in front of him. Then he's got Restrictive Mind Trick. When used, all opponent abilities in front of Obi-Wan will be disrupted. During this time, no abilities will be available. This also includes dodges. Let's talk about his first one here. Is it all-out push? Yes. That's actually a solid ability. Like, If you can get it to work. It's like a buffed version of Yoda's force push almost. Yeah, so I like I like how they're going with the you hold it longer, it lasts longer and has more width, but I think they need to buff that to where the base width and spread of that is higher because I've been having a lot of issues and I've seen other people in the community having a lot of issues with that. So, I think that really needs to be twi- that needs to be uh, adjusted because right now I was literally in front of a stormtrooper. I used that ability and the stormtrooper didn't do anything. But like every hero that's just released has like one ability that is iffy. Mm -hmm. Needs to be um, adjusted, tweaked somehow. Yes, in uh, General Grievous that was his uh, unrelenting advance. And in this it is his force push. I I like the concept of holding it down does more, but for the sake of it being convenient, I just say it should be just a one kind of thing, one off. Mm-hmm. You know, you press the button and that's the max it gets. Because, like, when you're in the heat of the battle, you don't really have time. You can't afford to, you know, hold it down and charge it up. Exactly. His next ability, Defensive Rush. This is, I think this is actually pretty solid I think it's ability best right ability. here. Yeah. It deflects bullets. Hallelujah. It actually deflects bullets. Yeah, it's really good for, like, hallway pushes. Yes, it's great in, like, Naboo, where you have those hallway pushes and uh, you can actually utilize the close quarters very well to your advantage. And you can actually cancel out of it with yes. an attack at any time, which is really good. Kind of like um, Ray's Saber Rush. And it, it does 
decent amount of damage. I wouldn't say it one-shots, but if you, if you run into them and then cancel out with an attack, you'll kill them. Mm-hmm. It's great for uh, hordes that you're facing. And then his third ability, Restrictive Mind Trick. It's pretty good. It's, yeah. it's not the best. It's like a worse version of Ray's Mind Trick. Yeah, it doesn't really last all that long. Which Ray's Mind Trick is literally the worst thing ever made. It is so annoying. Like, so it's basically, annoying. you might as well just quit the game when she activates it. <laughs> well, I'll see you later. Yeah, it's beyond annoying. Well, um, it does have a kind of slow startup, but man, he can jump, though. Yeah. Let's talk about that. He's got the hops. Yeah, he puts Luke to shame. <laughs> but, like, if you are able to activate this ability, then jump out of the way, it's fine. Because, my gosh, this guy can jump. And the way he uh, holds his lightsaber is kind of awkward. It is. It is so weird. Yeah. It he is, weird. is just, like... Running around holding it. It's like a guy, it's like, like it's, someone never held a lightsaber before. Mm-hmm. So uncivilized. So uncivilized. Yeah. He's literally holding it like it's a dead child or something. He's holding it like it's a deadly weapon or something. Yeah, like exactly. What? Like he doesn't have Jedi reflexes. Technically, is a deadly weapon, but he is a Jedi, so yeah. Yeah, it just looks weird. Still have yet to to experience the full power of his hello there. <laughs> I, I need to just start pumping that out next time I click him. I was so disappointed when you played Obi-Wan and you did not use any of his I get, emotes. I get so spazzy when I get a hero. <laughs> I'm used to the like... The gods have blessed me! I'm I, used to like Battlefront 2015 where you could literally take on a group of 20 people mm-hmm. and, and survive. Time, but this time this some time little pleb from 20 feet away is shooting you in the back. Yeah, and then you lose all your health. That's why Bosk is the best, because he can regen to full. <laughs> Basque. Basque. But I think he's a improvement over Grievous, hero-wise. I mean, uh, just ability-wise overall. How so? I'm not saying, like, he, he's... This is in the game, not, like, in real life. General Grievous is cooler and better. Well, anyway. <laughs> but in the game, General Grievous' abilities are weaker, I think. Like, I think if I was playing Obi-Wan and someone else was playing Grievous, I could win. You think so? Yeah. Well, you need to test this out. Okay. Showdown. Yeah. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Side note, uh, for our uh, third anniversary of the podcast, we had a uh, Battlefront 1v1 hero tournament, which I won. Did you Obi-Wan? I Obi-Wan, but Obi-Wan was uh, not there. It was me uh, me versus Sam over here, and I got you beat, Sam. I think if I had to redo, he got the villains and it was heads or tails. It wasn't even the best two out of three, so we couldn't switch. We had villains win every time. No, I I have won with the heroes every time. So they're like, oh yes, the villains are so much better. Ho, ho, ho. And then I go and get the hero and I wreck some face with Chewbacca. Man, Chewbacca is the best. He's good. Let's uh, next. Let's go on to. Our thoughts on the vehicle gameplay of Geonosis. Have you had much experience with the vehicles? Because that's... I have not played any vehicles on Geonosis. Really? I strictly play... Trying to get the hero. Play infantry, that's it. Officer. Nothing else exists <laughs> in my eyes. There's no such thing as a spaceship. I am a, uh, a fan of vehicles on Geonosis. On both sides. I'm a fan of the ones on the clones and i'm a fan of the ones on the let's get the trade federation vehicles are an important part of the game mode it's just not my part (laughs) (laughs) like i mean the at the attes are a pivotal role you got to protect them you have to utilize them to their full potential yes the like one-off vehicles like the 50 
Battle Point ones? 150. So they've got the the STAP on the uh, Trade Federation side. And then on the Clone Troopers, they've got, I believe it's the Bark, uh, the Bark Speeder. They also have like a Walker-ish type vehicle. Yeah, so can't recall usually, the name. usually what you get on other game modes, like on Naboo, the Walker that you, you'll be able to play. Yeah, and, and they're very useful pushing or you know holding a point i love the stap speeder i destroy them i destroy them i was chewbacca and i was one-shotting them they're really easy to kill because most people are aiming for the vehicle itself but you need to aim for the head yes, of the trooper that is the strategy you need to aim for the trooper and not the vehicle itself but a good pilot will know when to go into battle and when not to go into battle yeah i was getting 2v1 by a by a walker and a trooper, I killed the trooper, and then the walker got got stuck in a trench. So I went over the little ridge and shot him in the head. Beautiful. But the trenches are, like, really haphazardly Yeah, placed. so the trenches, even though vehicles are very important to the game mode, the trenches hinder that. They glitch the game. Yeah. They break the game. I was an ATTE was stuck for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that one video of Skyrim you showed me with, with the guy just walking through the boxes. Yeah, so in, in Skyrim, it's, if you've not played Skyrim, it's very AI and uh, computers in that game are very strange and very odd. But there's a video where they recreated Skyrim with actual people. And, and it's a classroom. In the middle of the classroom, there are many chairs, like 10 to 15 chairs. The camera walks in your little hand floating in front of it. And um, air quotes here, a CPU says, Hello, traveler. Walks straight through the pile of 15 chairs and sits down. That's basically what's happening. Yes. It doesn't care about anything. It just keeps plowing through whatever. Mm-hmm. And there are, so on the Trade Federation side, the the problem I have with one of the vehicles, it's the uh, the tank vehicle that you're able to play on Naboo and other ones in the Clone, uh, Clone Wars era. So the big armored assault tank, that one is very annoying when you run into a trench because you'll hover over the trench, but one single rock will be just big enough to stop you in your tracks. So you have to back up, walk around, and by that time, an ATTE has gotten you in its sights. The enemies of vehicles are trenches and Chewbacca. <laughs> My gosh, I got Chewbacca and I killed like four vehicles within five minutes. Oh, uh, it's unholy. It's not right. <laughs> and I got like, because the cool thing about like saving up a crap ton of battle points before you choose the hero that if you choose it and die you can just keep spamming (laughs) because when you get defeated you go to the spawn screen and another one's available and you use your credits to get another one yes as long as you have enough credits that's that's why there's no available heroes people stack their battle points they get like twenty thousand, and they keep spawning as heroes i am victim i'm actually kind of i could be arrested for this if it ever became outlawed <laughs> because I do do that, but it's their own fault for locking me out of heroes and get, letting me save up so many battle points because officer racks up them battle points. Yes. I got three thousand, oh, a little over 3000 and one life. If you're, if you don't get 1000 in one life as an officer you're doing something wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm a fan of the, the vehicle gameplay, uh, the strategy for the STAP and the bark speeder is to just, Keep moving. Don't stay in one spot. Just keep on rotating around the ATTEs and use your abilities. The best ability for the STAP, I've, I haven't played the Bark Speeder all that much, but for the uh, Trade Federation side, the two-bumper ability, 
is great for getting down the health of the ATTEs as they are advancing. And you want to do, uh, you can still move around while you're doing it. You do have to aim, but you want to try and rotate and keep moving while you're activating the ability. You don't want to stay in the same spot. Otherwise, people are going to come back, come from your behind and headshot you. Yeah, because ultimately the game's an objective-based game mode. I don't play the objective. No, you don't. I don't. <laughs> I need to because I don't really care about winning or losing. I care about getting the moolah. It's all about the playing the game. <laughs> yeah. But if you actually play the game, the vehicles are very good for getting other vehicles low. Yes, and usually they're, they're self-sustaining. If you are good, yeah, if you're you good. can just keep on going. And a, a lot of people are trying to use the ram damage to take down people. Mm-hmm. doesn't work very well. But even if you use the speeders as a sniping method, like you're doing something right. Yeah, you're, you're utilizing the vehicles. Or if you can flank them from behind, you can do some massive damage. Yes, you can. Have you gotten an ATTE yet? I have not. I almost got one. But I my- was close. I was underneath one. I went to go click into the... the uh, the vehicle play which is x i believe right i think so depending on what console yeah x or uh, b square on playstation we've been playing a lot on uh xbox recently so i go under i go under it and the prompt doesn't show up and i'm over there spamming i'm looking underneath this behemoth of a vehicle and little johnny from behind me comes over steps to the leg and jumps in it so i was i was so close to greatness we were on the verge of greatness. We were this close. But uh, it escaped me. I was not able to actually play in an ATTE. I'm, I really want to try it because I... I'm, it does look pretty fun. It's slow, but it is... It'd be fun to be... And those things are broken. The, the massive amounts of damage they put out. Yes, they are quite powerful. Especially on the open terrain of Geonosis. Um, let's, let's talk a little about spawn points. Spawn points, okay. And Geonosis and how that plays in a... Let's, let's break it down by phase. So phase one, it's much more close quarters, but the spawn location seems to be very close, so you need to watch your back constantly. Yeah, I mean, for the, for the clones, the spawn point is fairly out of the way, depending, because spawn points are random, like massively random. Sometimes I'm spawning next to the objective, sometimes I'm spawning 3.5 miles away from the objective. <laughs> but I think it's actually a balanced game mode, honestly. I, I do think so as well. I mean, it's not like Camino Galactic Assault, which is completely winning for the, for the. I think it's the clones. Yeah, the clones always win. <sighs> Get a little salty there. Yeah, even my garbage team ended up winning that game. I I, I kind of like favor the I favor the clones in the game mode because they're always like pushing and it can get really fun going on ridges and just sniping mm-hmm. the opposition also i wanted to talk about like partner spawn point spawning okay let's let's talk about that we haven't actually talked in depth about partner i've spawns. gotten really really familiar with it yeah i don't know if that's a good thing so what what are your issues and what what do you enjoy about it i love how i'm able to i like not go to the default spawn I like the, the, let's start with the good stuff. I like the convenience. I also like how it rewards you if someone spawns on you with like 100 battle points. Yes. That's nice. But, I mean, do you, when you spawn in and click your class, I think it's five seconds delay. Yeah. Four so or five you, seconds. you die five seconds before you can actually spawn in. So you're on that, do, you're on your so-and-so partner just waiting for your time to click down. <laughs> Don't go. They go into combat. You just wasted five seconds of your life. Go back to default. I was getting really salty about it. I mean, the combat, the in combat thing is a little strange. Uh, Certain certain times I've been on someone. They ain't in combat. No, they're not in (laughs) combat. Not at all. If you're taking shots or have taken damage, 
understandable. But literally, if you are in the middle of nowhere, walking through a hallway, and maybe someone on the other op- the other side of the wall is near you and it doesn't let you in, it gets a little annoying. Yeah, I mean, we've always had problems with Battlefront 2 with the, the spawn screen, because I'm used to... Battlefront 2015 was almost instantaneous. Yeah, it was very, you die, you can jump straight back in. And I really enjoyed that when they did the uh, instant spawn-in event for the game. I really enjoyed that. But it's both a blessing and a curse, because you don't want the opposition to spawn in like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say say you're alone fighting someone 1v1, and then a buddy spawns on them, and you're outnumbered. Yeah, exactly. It's something I need to get used to, but once once we get... Once I get past that, I think I won't have any problems with it. Still a new system, so we'll see how it goes. Now let's talk about uh, some of our followers on Twitter had some thoughts on Geonosis and Obi-Wan. So on Twitter, I asked what your thoughts on Obi-Wan, Geonosis, and the vehicles were. Daniel Schilling, friend of the podcast, Daniel Schilling Zero, still getting used to it. I love how open the map is. Not too sure about the spawn points, though. Keep getting shot for behind all the time. The sandstorm creates havoc, which I love. It does render some hero powers useless, e.g. Lando Smoke. A solid 8 out of 10 map. Yeah, I do I do agree with the spawn points how I think about it. I was, I was experiencing some, you know, shots from behind. Can get a little out of hand. Mm-hmm. Especially when they got the ridges involved. And it, it's so random. Like I was trying, it, it makes you push back, and I almost died as a hero because of the get back to combat. Mm-hmm. It, it just drops it on you. A little more clear on the direction yeah. would be nice. I don't. I didn't know where to go. Ryan Syme at Ryan Scott zero zero. Geonosis is fun. You can get up close or play from a distance, whatever style you prefer. The sandstorm that rolls in is so much fun. I agree about the sandstorm. The sandstorm adds a, a lot of depth to the game mode. And also can save you a bunch of times. It's like Darth Vader's trailing you. Certain times it's like, oh my gosh, thank the Lord, the sandstorm's here. It yeah. it, it really helps with snipers too, because you can uh, play inside the sandstorm and just use that to your advantage and uh, attack more of the objective and get closer to uh, combatants than you normally would, because it is still a very open map. Before we wrap up here, let's go over like what villains and heroes best utilize this map. Okay. I really think uh, weapon users, like blaster users, are very effective yeah, on this exactly. map. Yeah, exactly. Like Bosk is really good. Also, surprisingly, Leia is really, really good yeah, for the Yeah, I map. was destroying his Leia. Using, she, she just completely shreds the vehicles as well. Yes, and using her shield is very advantageous in the open area, so you can use that to your advantage to get out of the line of combat and... Um, heal up lightsaber wielders aren't per se bad because there are a bunch of like like trench like areas that are yeah. shielded from the from the opponent just starting off usually the web the blaster users are more effective yeah boba fett is really good like amazing I'm, and i've seen a lot of people playing Dar- or darth vader on the map and he does does really good surprisingly mm-hmm. maul's another good one yeah maul is really good because he can get in there get out but then you have the ray users getting some ptsd over here <laughs> i think ray is my least favorite thing ever made. She's good at, if I'm playing her, I guess. <laughs> but is it good for Obi-Wan and General Grievous? That's the question. I say I think it's good for Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is really effective on the map. He's very much like a Darth Maul and the ability to get in and get out of situations. Grievous, on the other hand, he's a little too big for things. Yeah, he, he does, especially with his crawl, with the trenches, it doesn't... It doesn't really work that well. Doesn't re- he doesn't really utilize it. But like for, for close quarters maps, I definitely think Grievous is the better 
yes, choice definitely. and Obi-Wan's better for open maps. Because Obi-Wan has more maneuverability and abilities that would take advantage of trenches and obstacles and tiny rocks that get in your way. And sand. Oh yes, the sand. Sandikin. Skywalker. So in the past, when we were going over the uh, the maps... We talked about how many maps involve sand. Which is a plethora of maps. Yes. Here comes another one. But the way it is utilized is I really enjoy it because it adds diversity to the sand planets that they have. Yes. (laughs) There's a wide variety of desert planets in Star Wars and uh, they're pretty much all in Battlefront. What I was hoping for in this update was to add a crap ton of smaller maps like the Droid Factory. I hope that they eventually do something like that. I, I, because that's like one of my favorite scenes from Episode Two. Yes, I, I so wish that was like in a blast match or like HVV, or even Hero Showdown. Yeah, the Droid Factory would be pretty epic for. Because Geonosis has so many like, like small quarters maps. It's not just mm-hmm. a giant open planet. Because you know they have the arena would be so fun. <laughs> oh my gosh! Especially arena just for Hero Showdown, villains. Hero Showdown, and Hero versus Villain, just for that. Yes. Oh, that'd be so awesome. I was also, I'm also hoping, uh, hoping that they come out with like a hunt for the Geonosians. Yes, that would be awesome. I've not seen any Geonosians on yeah, I the outskirts either. either. Um, so I'm going to keep a lookout. Because we did where's, get Ewok hunts. So. Where's Norval Dave when we need him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's not completely lost. Ewok hunt, it, it, not even the game. The game mode was awesome. But just the ideas of just so many different species that they can add. Yes. Definitely, definitely made me excited for the future of Battlefront 2, especially since they're continuing support through 2019. 2019, yes. Yeah, so we'll have definitely enough time to maybe get some hunts. Yes, I look forward to the future of Battlefront 2, and we will be keeping you up to date on our thoughts and the game on the podcast. But I think that's about it for this episode. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I am Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWBpodcast, twitter.com slash SWBpodcast. It's a great place to keep up to date on the news as it's happening, uh, hear thoughts, interact with us, and uh, put topics of the show. And also share your thoughts on uh, the happenings of Battlefront 2. Another great way is through email. Battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast or on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. If you enjoy the game and play with other people, please share our podcast with them. Friends, family, strangers on the street, have you heard of our Lord and Savior podcasts? Here's an iPod, listen to Battlefront Podcast. You can also leave us a review. That's a little uh, two out there for you. It helps us out, gives us your feedback, and uh, promotes the show on there so new listeners can see what other listeners think. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. And you can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you. Da 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 da